The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Tuesday, March 29th, Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant. Live from the Low T Center studio, Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Well, Ben, we got the uh, Final Four all set in the men's game. Arizona took the L to Houston. Houston did not make it. We got Villanova. We have Kansas. We got Duke. We got North Carolina. I think we got a pretty good Final Four. I think I think it's going to be a really really good one. Any team can win. Did not get that Cinderella in the Final Four this year. Ben, good morning, sir. Good morning. I I like the Final Four. Duke, North Carolina, an all time great matchup because it is in the Final Four. Coach K's possible final game. North Carolina already spoiled Coach K's final game in Cameron Indoor. Now will they? spoil a a ride off into the sunset and also duke and north carolina have never played against one another in the sec tournament which seems pretty ridiculous and it's the book what i say sec sec means more uh <laughs> in the ncaa tournament and that's pretty remarkable because i know the odds aren't necessarily in favor of the two teams playing in the tournament because you never know how somebody is going to be seated, but each team is in the tournament practically every year. And the fact that this will be the first time that they've matched up and it's in the final four, a trip to the national championship game on the line, Coach K's possible final game, UNC won in Cameron Indoor. I mean, the storylines are galore. And I, I think it is fantastic for college basketball that it is happening. Absolutely fantastic and then what's the other one kansas and villanova villanova that that's a, a fun game as well so I, i'm excited for the the final four villanova's gonna be without their second leading scorer though and um that's gonna set it up for kansas kansas still has not really gotten in trouble for the whole zion stuff they're just trucking along just trucking along um Major injury to Justin Moore, who tore his Achilles. He was averaging 15 points per game for Villanova, and he's going to be out. So it's going to put a lot more pressure on everybody else. Colin Gillespie to make sure he takes care of the, the basketball. His assist to turnover ratio is pretty good. Um, but going up against Braun there at Kansas, Kansas point guard, that's going to be a good one this weekend. Christian Braun. So it's going to be Braun. It's going to be a good one this weekend. Saturday, 6-10 for Villanova, Kansas, and then the showdown, the trilogy, the tiebreaker between North Carolina and Duke at 8-50-ish, ish, ish. This is Saturday? This is Saturday. Uh, more importantly, Tennessee and Vanderbilt will be playing Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Definitely more important. Definitely more important. Tennessee. Going to smack Vanderbilt so hard, they're going to want to change their logo back. Number one, consensus number one, across the board. I feel like perfect games you get the love, though. They saw it first. They saw it first. But it means something when D1 Baseball puts out a list and Tennessee is number one. It's the, it's the, the poll that most – of the baseball experts go by. It's the poll that you go by, mainly if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And um, Tennessee is number one across the board. Unanimous. Unanimous. Pretty cool. D1 baseball. Perfect game. Baseball America. The USA Today coaches poll. Collegiate baseball. The National College Baseball Writers Association. Everybody has Tennessee ranked number one, and that is because Tennessee baseball is the best baseball team in the country. There's no doubt about it. No denying it. 
I do think it is hilarious that every time a Tennessee team is ranked number one, they turn around and play Vanderbilt. Happens in basketball twice, and now it's happening in baseball. When was the last time Tennessee football was ranked number one? Uh, have, have, they, have they been ranked number one since 98? 05, we're preseason ranked number two. Is that, is that the highest? For like a been? week or two. I wonder, what about in 1999 or, or 2000, 2001? Any of those teams you think? 01 was preseason. Oh, what? Oh, one was uh, ranked number one. Tennessee was number two in the preseason '99 poll. Mm-hmm. Florida State was number one. Let's see what 2000 looked like. Uh, in 2000, they were not number one. Nebraska was number one. Uh, well, it definitely wasn't 2000. But '98 was. They the were last number time. nine going into the 2000 year. Hey, we the, getting there. We the, getting there. The final AP poll, but I bet you. When Tennessee finally does get there, it'll be after they beat Georgia in November, and then they'll turn around and play Vanderbilt. Because it seems like every time Tennessee's ranked number one, they turn around and play Vanderbilt. And there's not a ton of examples, but the the Lady Vols, I I don't remember the last time they were ranked number one. Somebody will have to do that research uh, for us. But the the last two times the, the men's team has been ranked number one, Bruce Pearl turned around and lost to Vandy, and Rick Barnes turned around and nearly lost to Vandy. Brent Williams put the team on his back. Jordan Ham. Jordan Bowden put somebody else on on their back. Yes. <laughs> had had one of the best dunks I've ever seen. I think I think the Lady Vols. I think the Lady Vols were number one in 08. I know they won a championship in 08. Right. But preseason wise. And I don't think they've been number one since then. I don't think so. So uh unfortunately. The women's basketball program has taken a step back since that. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Daddy. Uh, and we understand why over, over the last decade or so. Uh, so, And I, I don't think softball's been ranked number one. If, if, the, if they have been, it's been news to me. So in in my lifetime, the, the, well, since the, the, the football team won the Natty when I was three years old, since then, this is really only the third time that a, a Tennessee team's been ranked number one. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Absolutely. Tennessee is playing like the best team. They are the best team. And I don't think it's going to matter what number is next to their name as you play your in-state rival this weekend in Vanderbilt. So uh, it's going to be a good one, man. A lot of good sports this weekend. Uh, Tennessee football, it is transfer portal time. It is transfer portal time. Brew McCoy, the former five-star receiver from USC, uh, was on campus yesterday. Mm-hmm. His uh, his visit finished yesterday. That's why we didn't have much to offer yesterday morning when asked about it. But his his visit went well. Not not a done deal, but trending in that direction. And he's a big old boy. He's a big old boy. <laughs> he looks the part. No, he about, he 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 all six three. That's what I was told. Mm-hmm. He he he's real real good looking kid or young man. So you have you have you know him that looks to be a nice addition, uh, not final but looking pretty good. And here we are as we approaching. The middle of the spring practice for some schools around the country. And as the spring semester concludes, Tennessee will have their pick of players they can bring in to fill some voids. Um, looks like AM had a little bit of a issue there with a departure from one of their playmakers. Uh, we'll get to that during around the SEC. And remember, he is the 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 one that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that was dealing with the legal issues. Mm-hmm. Second time he had had an issue pop up with with a lady friend. So he he is a heck of a talent. Uh, he is a speedster, but his legal issues far more severe than the hiccup that Brew McCoy has had to deal with this spring. Hundred percent. But Tennessee's in it with a, a couple of transfers right now. 
uh, Tyler Steen, the the offensive tackle transfer that that we mentioned. I think Tennessee needs to go get him. Move Darnell back over to right tackle. Go get Tyler Steen. Let him play left tackle. I I think I think that is a must, quite frankly. But it also seems like it's going to be hard to pull off because he visited Alabama this past weekend, and and there's some other schools there. How the hell that, did he get a Vanderbilt? I don't I don't know. I don't know. So maybe he was coming out of high school. I mean, maybe he developed late. Exactly. Maybe maybe he was only good enough to go to Vanderbilt, or maybe he wanted to go to Vanderbilt because of academics. But then he balled out, developed, and boom. Yep. That's that's. That's how these high school kids, because of the transfer portal, this is how you can treat going to a small school like uh, Isaiah Mayor. Hey, you go to Wyoming, you ball out, and Wyoming can be your JUCO. So it can happen. It can happen. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. Go ahead and take care of the offensive line as quick as possible because the last thing you want is a repeat of last year. Like, Hinton Hooker was good. But he got hit a lot in the pocket. And you want to keep him clean. You want to keep him protected. You can't afford for him to get hurt. He got lucky last year. Tennessee has had a fair share of quarterbacks get injured in my lifetime. Josh Jobs was fortunate. Well, Tennessee was fortunate. Josh Jobs knew how to take a hit and not get himself injured. Hena Hooker going into the Bama game. Got hurt the game before, but was able to play. So, two fortunate quarterbacks there that did not get seriously injured. Got to make sure you protect him. So, I'm with you on that one, Ben. Yeah. So, but let, let's let's go get him. We got Brew McCoy in the mix. Quincy Riley, the transfer from MTSU, who was at Ole Miss with me this weekend. Well, Lane Kiffin rocking a. Sweatshirt that says transfer to the sip. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? He had a, he had a, he had a his sweatshirt that says when Quincy Riley, transfer to the sip. Yep, 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 yep. When uh, Quincy Riley was taking his Ole Miss photos in in the Ole Miss jerseys and taking taking photos with, with Lane Kiffin, he was, Lane was rocking a transfer to the sip shirt, sweatshirt. That's like. That's like a girl walking around the mall with a T-shirt that says, please date me. Yeah. You know how... Uh, how desperate can you look? Pretty desperate, apparently. God, anyway, I mean, you already old Miss, so I get it. 865-255-03. You are at old Miss. I guess I understand. A little bit there. Golly, man. Yeah, Ole Miss, Ole Miss was a, a nice little town. It, it was the second time that I had been there, but the first time I had been there for an extended period of time. I, I went to the 2014 Tennessee Ole Miss game. My wife and I did. She was my girlfriend at the time, and it wasn't a fun football game to go to. That, that was when Emmanuel Mosley had to guard Laquan Treadwell, and Laquan Treadwell just did anything and everything he wanted. For 60 minutes and Tennessee lost like 34 to 3 and 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 it's the game where that gif from that Tennessee fan in the stands just drunk yes mm-hmm. uh that so that game was not fun but I drove in just for the game and then went back to Huntsville but I I like Oxford I'll tell you this it's better than Columbia South Carolina <laughs> it, it it felt there was a nice little college town vibe going on I I I enjoyed Oxford Cute little football stadium, pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> little stadium. That's a nice little town. You know you'd be like throwing some intentional shade when you'd be saying that. It's a nice little town. It's- it was. It, it was a it was it was a little small college football town. And I think we can all appreciate that. The the col- the small town college football vibes. See that that's the great thing about Knoxville is you kind of get a mix of everything. You you have the small town college football vibes, but you also have the city vibes. And and then you can go 20 minutes north, east, south, west and and get uh nice country vibes and secluded vibes where you're out on your own. So you you get a yeah. taste of everything in Knoxville. That's what makes Knoxville so great. 
Those are facts. I was ready to get back home, that's for sure. I love me some Memphis, but I was oh, ready. I, I was ready to get back. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> you, Especially when I was driving through those roads in Mississippi yesterday. Brian Hunsucker wanted to try and correct me and, and say that there's four-lane highways. Uh, Not when you're driving by Red Bay. Not not when you, you get through uh, Tupelo. And, and it. I was on a two-lane highway in the middle of the night in northeast Mississippi. I don't know why you're scared for. You be all right. Because I was, I was driving a Charger with loud music playing. That's probably. Uh, I might have gotten mistaken. Uh, you be all right. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. You might get invited invited to one of those uh, field parties. <laughs> you you, you want to hear a crazy story? Sure. I like crazy stories. <laughs> so I was... I, I drove from Oxford to, to Huntsville Sunday night. Okay. From about, I, I think I, I, I left Oxford at like 8 o'clock. And I got to Huntsville at 11.15-ish. Okay. And I, I was I was thinking about the, the stereotypes of Mississippi as I was driving through Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And, I, and as... I was driving into Alabama too. Let, let's be honest. I mean, it's not much difference. No, Moulton, Alabama. Like, come on, Decatur, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it ain't much different. But go ahead. Um, so I was thinking of those stereotypes, not because I was like nervous or, or scared of anything, but just like I bet this is where all the stereotypes take place. That those were the thoughts going through my head. And then Swain, I kid you not, I had a dream that night of me driving on the same roads that I was driving on. And like I was trying to to swerve through a Klan rally, I kid you not. Oh God! Like there there were people in the streets and, and people on the sidewalks, and they were all suited and booted up, masked up. And I was like, "What is happening?" So they, I, they, I they, thought they, it was they, interesting they, that I, I I had all those thoughts and was driving. And they say what you think about the, the last thing you think about before you go to bed is. If you have a dream and can mm. remember your dream, that's what you're going to dream about. And that took place because I had a dream that I had to navigate my way driving through a Klan rally in northeast Mississippi. Did they have, did they have those uh, N95 masks on? Uh-uh. That's a different masks? <laughs> different masks on. 865. They had like hoods and points, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what they look like. You see them around, around, the, around the corner from your house over there in the Alabama. I have never seen them in Newmarket. <laughs> Newmarket, that's right. All right, 865. 25503 Swain Field by Dead End Barbecue. Our one is brought to you by Healer Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. We'll take our first break of the day. Swain Event. If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. 
JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup, or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the MN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. 
At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. for around the SEC, 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. Lots of SEC news to get to, so let's uh, let's get to it, Ben. have a couple of transfers to mention. You mentioned during the opening second segment that Texas A&M wide receiver Demon Demas. What a name. And he has a fifth name of late. Uh, Demon Demas has a wide receiver there at A&M. He is in the transfer portal. And for those who are not aware of who Demon Demas is, uh, he is a young man who back on March March 2nd, uh, it was announced that he was no longer with the football team due to an alleged off-field incident. Brent Zwernerman of the Houston Chronicle indicated that he had been arrested on a charge of assault family violence that occurred on February 26th, according to a probable cause statement obtained by the Chronicle from the Brazos County Sheriff's Office. Uh, He had 15 catches for 235 yards and a touchdown last season, but missed the final two games of the year due to a leg injury that he had to go undergo surgery for. So he is a heck of a talent, but can't stay out of trouble. And it's it's not smoking weed or anything like that. It's it's pretty worse. significant trouble. It's worse. So I'll be curious to see where Demon Demas ends up. And I also hate that, like it's being worded that he entered the transfer portal. He got kicked off the team, bro. Pretty much. I like that sweatshirt. Thanks, man. Is that new? It's Tennessee Orange. 
That's not, that's not new, is it? Maybe. It is new. Don't you have another orange sweatshirt that's similar? Yep. It's a big Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is a little Nike. For a little person. Uh, LSU's Sharif O'Neal is in the transfer portal. You want Sharif? The answer is no. He didn't do anything at LSU. Okay, I was just making sure you weren't caught up in your emotions and, and just wanting Sharif so we get Shaq at a Tennessee game. He's already been here to uh, Knoxville. How come? Hit a little boot. Hit a little boot thing here back in the day. Back in the day? Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri center Jordan Wilmore is entering the portal. All of Missouri's roster seems to be in the portal after Conzo Martin was canned. Uh, SEC all-freshman guard Devin Carter from South Carolina is in the transfer portal. Not surprising. All the, all the players on teams where the coach got fired. Yep. And Ty Fagan at Ole Miss, he did say that he is going to return for another season at Ole Miss and, and use his additional year of eligibility. He averaged seven points last season. So that that was the, the big news around the SEC or some of the attrition on basketball rosters. Now, you did have some coaching news when Mississippi State's Chris Jans, the, the new coach at Mississippi State from New Mexico State, is bringing an integral part from his staff at New Mexico State in James Miller. So a lot of new coaches in the SEC, a lot of roster attrition because of that, and also quite a bit of movement in terms of coaches moving around as well with with the new staffs at those schools. So nothing too crazy going on in the SEC at the moment. Well, Eric Musselman over there is um, yeah. putting in some work because got five star. he has brought in his third McDonald's All-American in this class, 2022 five-star Anthony Black committed to Arkansas. And um, Eric Musselman's, Six-man class includes three McDonald's All-Americans. Um, Eric Musselman tweeted out a picture of, of him sitting at, sitting at a table with some uh, Mickey D's on the table. Three Mickey D sandwiches. So, like some Duncanville? All right. Right there in Texas. Oh, my goodness. If you are A&M, if you are the Longhorns, what are you doing? What are you and doing? his final two was Gonzaga and Arkansas. What are you doing? A little weird there. What are you doing, A&M? What are you doing, Texas? Can't let that happen, but yeah. Arkansas is getting it done on the recruiting trail in basketball. So You want to hear a fun stat? Yes, I like fun stats. Uh, Arkansas is not doing a better job than Tennessee in SEC baseball. Tennessee baseball. The only team still undefeated in the SEC. 6-0 and is Tennessee in SEC play. They have a two-game lead on first place in the SEC East. Man, I want to play Arkansas this year. I do, too. This stinks that, that, that we don't play them. That'd be a fun series. I think Arkansas is the second-best team in the league. I think it's Tennessee, Arkansas, and then Vanderbilt. That was good. That was a good one, Ben. Tennessee, the only remaining undefeated SEC team in baseball. And they are in first place in SEC East to start the year. 6-0, and Vandy 4-2. How many, how many coaches do you think in the league despises Tony Vitello? Uh, 13 of them, and the only reason it's 14 is because Tony Vitello is the 14th. So you think all of them I don't know feel about, that way? I don't know about despise, but I'm, I'm sure Tony Vitello gets on the nerves of every single coach in the SEC. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, before football games, you see head coaches kind of talking in midfield. Basketball games, you kind of see them talking in midcourt. Do you see – Opposing baseball coaches chopping it up before games? Not in that manner, but they chop it up when they exchange the lineup cards. Gotcha. At home plate, they they meet with the umpires and exchange lineup cards. But it's not as long as Tennessee 
I mean, it's not long. It's, it's not as long as football coaches. It it depends. Usually, the the first game of the weekend is longer than the second and third game, just because by the time Saturday and Sunday rolls around, you've already chit chatted. Somebody's already lost. No need to continue to chit chat. And then they reconvene after the series is over on Sunday and and do the the handshake lines like. On Friday and Saturday, Tennessee did not shake hands with Ole Miss. They don't shake hands until after the series is over. So on Sunday, after Tennessee beat Ole Miss, then they shook hands and went through the handshake line with Ole Miss. Hmm. Charger Vol says, I got my hands on tickets to the Saturday game against Bama on the 16th of uh, next month, April. Hopefully we will be in town early enough to hit up dead end before the game. Hopefully. Hopefully, Charger, Charger Vol. Got to do it. Got to do it. That Alabama series will be pretty fun. Alabama's not a, a good team, per se, but they they can give Tennessee some headaches, potentially. All, they, I, all I think about is the uh, SEC tournament last year. Yeah, and we, we owe them. It's payback. Mm-hmm. We we owe them. This is personal. It is personal. We, we're we're going to spank that booty um, that weekend, which is two weekends away, but... Alabama took one, took a game away from Florida to open up SEC play last weekend. And then this past weekend against Mississippi State, they they won the Sunday game, but they really should have swept Mississippi State. They blew a lead in the bottom of the ninth inning, both Friday and Saturday. They led by one going into the bottom of the ninth on Friday and Mississippi State walked them off. And then they led by two going into the game on Saturday into the bottom of the ninth inning. And Mississippi State tied it with a two-run home run, went into extra innings, and Mississippi State walked them off. So Alabama's not necessarily like a a good team. They're they're probably NCAA tournament team, above average, and Mm -hmm. can create some some headaches for folks like they already have. So that'll be a fun game for, you said, Charger Vol? Charger Vol. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that'll be a sneaky good baseball game. I want beat down. 865-255-03. That's what I want. I wanted a sweep against Ole Miss, and you saw what happened. Mr. Cleo. You can call me Mr. Cleo. It happened. I want a beat down of Alabama. The ups interfere with the game in the uh, SEC tournament. We can't let the umps get in the way this time. Leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. 865-255-03, who do we have? Trey from South Pittsburgh. Trey, good morning. Yes, Terry. Terry, Terry. Hey, Terry, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what do you think we'll do when the two starters, the other two guys come back from pitching? You know, how do you think we'll set up with, you know, the two young guys we got now, with Tisdale and and the other guy, can't think of his name? Halverson? Yeah, how do you think the rotation will go when they come back? Well, Halverson was always going to be a bullpen guy. He was never going to be in the rotation. He was just going to be one of the top guys out of the bullpen. So he'll he'll be one of the top guys coming out of the bullpen when he comes back. And the, the question about the rotation applies more for Tidwell. And when he comes back this weekend, he'll he'll be out of the bullpen. And he'll be out of the bullpen for a couple of weeks, and they'll try to build him up to get back to a starting role. And at that point, I don't know what they will do because I, I don't know how you tell Chase Burns, Chase Dolander, or Drew Beam that, hey, you're, you're coming out of the rotation. And Chase Burns is not coming out of the rotation. Uh, I don't think Chase Dolander would come out of the rotation either for Blake Tidwell. I, I think Drew Beam would be the odd man out. And I hate that because, again, Drew Beam hasn't done anything <laughs> to, to – deserve to lose his starting role, but I also don't think it would be a bad plan at all to to move Drew Beam to the bullpen and have that arm as one of your top guys late in games, and, and then you have Blake Tidwell starting on Sundays. Early, earlier in the, in the season, I mean, the season's still early, but earlier in the season, uh, Drew Beam was kind of expecting once, once some of the injured players got back that he would kind of move to the bullpen, but that was before he was – you know, pitching as well as Chase Burns. Yes, and, that was before yeah. he 
had a perfect game going into the seventh inning against South Carolina in his first SEC start, and that was before he pitched into the eighth inning against one of the best lineups in the country on Sunday against Ole Miss. But I do think Drew Beam would be the guy that moved to the bullpen if they can get to a point where Blade is ready to start games by the end of the season. And, again, I, I think that's a good thing. I'm, I'm not as freaked out about Camden Sewell out of the bullpen as some are. He got roughed up on on Sunday. I uh, talked about that yesterday. I, I do think there's some context to, to why that happened. He is a much better pitcher than he showed. Uh, he has a devastating slider that hitters cannot hit, and he just wasn't locating it that day. It happens in baseball. So, But, I mean, that that's the second time this season that he's got touched up a little bit. He got touched up in the Texas game as well but again there's also context to that one as well i i was frustrated if you want to say that i i questioned more why is is tony bringing in camden two days after he threw 54 pitches against etsu i mean he camden will in my opinion wasn't really set up to succeed in in that particular instance and tony vartello himself kind of said so after the game as well uh, so the two times that he's been touched up have have had some interesting circumstances around it. So I, I'm not as worried about Camden as others are, is is what I'm saying. But with Camden maybe being a question mark, I don't think it's a bad plan at all to, to plan on moving Drew Beam into the bullpen and having him as one of your top arms out of the bullpen and then moving Blake Tidwell into that Sunday role. I, I, I think that would... Uh, obviously get Blade back into the rotation. And Blade was considered the best returning pitcher in the SEC this season. So you, you would like, in a perfect world, to get him back into that rotation. And then also you 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 bolster your bullpen with moving Beam to one of the top roles out of the bullpen. Thanks for the phone call there, uh, Terry. Appreciate Terry. appreciate that. In South Pittsburgh. I know, right? Home of uh, Rodney and Austell. Home of Terry. Home of Terry, that's right. Rodney don't Rodney's home is in, in Austell. Austell. That's right. That's right. It's Rodney's home. Although y'all y'all don't let me change my home because I, I live in Knoxville. No, you don't. And I am from Knoxville. You don't live in Knoxville. I do live in Knoxville. I, I, I'm like two feet away from the Seymour sign. No, you but live in I, I live in, in Knoxville. When you when you talk about leaving your house to come on campus and you refer to it as going into town. Going into town. <laughs> You ain't from Knoxville. You from Mayberry. You live in Mayberry. I gotta go into town and get some milk. Anybody need anything? I'm going into town. Now, if you don't tell me, I ain't going back now. It's gonna be tomorrow before I go back into town. I ain't making two trips. It's funny though, because like I consider West Knoxville going into town because the mall is over there and Cedar Bluff and Going into town. Turkey Creek. Like to me, that's going into town. Well, I, I know downtown Knoxville and campus is part of town as well. But, like, I, I don't go to go there to shop like I do other places in town. Going into town. Anybody need anything? <laughs> I, that, that's literally what I do. Do you need anything before I come home? Because I'm not coming back out here when you ask me to come get something. <laughs> we'll go to the text box when we return. Stay with us. Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. 
There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Rules remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Tennessee's pitching staff. Appreciate Terry from South Pittsburgh for for starting the conversation. Uh, Tennessee had two pitchers earn SEC awards yesterday, and rightfully so after their dominating weekend. Chase Dolander was named the SEC Pitcher of the Week, and Chase Burns was named the SEC Freshman of the Week after their stellar outings in Oxford. It's the first time that Tennessee has ever had a player named SEC Pitcher of the Week and SEC Freshman of the Week in the same week. Uh, Dolander was lights out for the third straight weekend in Saturday's series-clinching win over Ole Miss, earning the win to improve to 4-0 on the season. He pitched a career-high 6.1 shutout innings while allowing just three hits and a walk against one of the SEC's most dangerous lineups. Dolander finished the night with 10 strikeouts, marking his fourth outing this season with double-digit punch-outs. He currently leads the SEC with 54 strikeouts and ranks second nationally in strikeouts per nine innings. He's the first ball to win Conference Pitcher of the Week honors since Sean Hunley did so last year on March 29th, which is, funny enough, today. Today is March 29th. Um, so, and, and by the way, quick side note, that's why Chase Dolander's not going to be pulled from the rotation. He 
he has more potential than Drew Beam. This this season, this individual season, his his stuff is is better than than Drew's, and, and that's no disrespect to Drew. Uh, he's just not throwing 99 mile an hour fastballs in the first inning and into the seventh inning. Uh, so Chase Dolander not going to be pulled from the rotation. It would be Drew Beam if that doesn't fact happen for Blake Tidwell. Uh, Chase Burns, on the other hand, was incredible as we all saw on the win on Friday. Uh, silencing a sold-out crowd throughout the night in his first career SEC road start. The freshman right-hander set a new career high with 11 strikeouts and did not allow a single walk while giving up just two hits and one run in seven innings, which was also a career high. He improved to 5-0 in the year, which is tied for the best mark in the SEC. In his three starts against Power 5 opponents this season, Burns is averaging 10 strikeouts per game. Ooh, that's filthy. I said that right. That's filthy. That, that is filthy. Uh, the Gallatin, Tennessee native took a perfect game into the fifth inning before allowing a single and had a shutout intact until giving up a solo home run in the seventh inning. He is the second player to be named a freshman of the week this season, joining Jared Dickey, who has done it twice. So big shout out to Tennessee's Friday and Saturday night starter. And poor Drew Beam. He didn't deserve to be left out. As Evan Russell said to me following Sunday's game, Drew Beam's performance was arguably, you could make the case, better than Dolander's and Burns. Now, he didn't have the strikeouts that those two guys had. He only had six strikeouts. Only had six strikeouts against the best lineup in the country. Weak. But uh, he also improved to 5-0, and 7.1 innings pitched, three hits allowed, no walks, just one run given up. He threw 90 pitches, and 61 of them were strikes. So on, on any other week, Drew Beam is probably easy SEC Pitcher of the Week or SEC Freshman of the Week. But his two teammates were given the honors. And Swain, this rotation of Chase Burns, Chase Dolander, Drew Beam, you and your new co-host are going to be talking about it all next year because this is going to be the same rotation for Tennessee next year as well. These are going to be the three guys next year. And even the year after that, two years from now, it's going to be Burns and Beam again. because We'll just have you on the show talk about it. I'm booked. You're the expert. I'm booked. You're going to get unbooked. I'm booked. You're going to clear your schedule. I book Mm-mm. blank. Uh, so I, I just can't believe that Tennessee's going to have this threesome of starters for the next two years. And oh, by the way, Blake Tidwell is going to be in the mix. Chase Burns, it's unfair. It should be illegal for Chase Burns to pitch in college as a third year junior. That that should not be allowed. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just simply not fair. So hopefully he can stay healthy because if, if he stays healthy, he, he may go win the Golden Spikes Award, which is given to the, the best player in college baseball every year. Heck, he may win it this year at this rate. I was about to say, playing pretty well right now. Bulldog Brian says Ben should get an attaboy for the Lane Kiffin golf prediction. Yeah, Ben had a nice prediction, man. I did. You, you. I mean, you just predicted that. Like, like you are a fortune teller. That was amazing. I am a fortune teller. Good job, man. Good job. It's like I can see into the future and see that I'm booked when you need me. No, you're going to get unbooked. I'm booked. Biggie 89. You got to give us some information there, Biggie. We don't know We don't know names. Maybe. You going to say Miss Biggie 89? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on. 82. Big 89. 83. Come on, that Big 89. Help us out here. Hour two coming up.